0: Slammed that whole thing no oh dang no no <laughs> <laughs> what's up nerds and dorks welcome to pg spoilers i'm your host resident daryl and alongside me this week i got the wiener button masher basshead height <laughs> Hi. Hi. is that gonna be your like <laughs> sign-on from now on maybe Dude, yeah at it's, least. It's, uh, no, i'm
1: just saying yes
0: it's growing yes. on me it's growing on Hi. me like you've been doing it at the shop too and at first i was yeah. like what, what what does that mean? Oh, yeah. So awesome! awesome. <laughs> yeah. So uh, oh, you're gonna find out. I can't wait, dude. I cannot wait. So I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm sitting here and like when you put that that uh, that can down, it like moved like it was empty. Oh, I was like, did you just <laughs> slam that whole thing that fast? What do you think? Have you? Yeah, that's not bad. When they're cold, man, they're like a like a dream sickle. Orange vanilla. Yeah, so, yeah it
1: tasted different at the fir- at first. I guess the aftertaste is, like, lingering, well, so it would make... Yeah, I don't
0: know. It's not bad, though. It's Coke Zero Orange Vanilla, and it's uh, it's my jam, dude. Like, it's, it's really good. Honestly, it kind of rivals... I love energy drinks, like, to the point where it's very unhealthy... I mean, you know, you know. Wait a minute,
1: what are you about to say?
0: But like, <laughs> um, like I know I can't have them all the time, or I will surely die. So it like rivals my like next favorite thing to drink. Yeah, like, dude, it's like I kind of just like, well, I can't really have another rain or monster yeah. right now, so I'm just gonna have this be the next best thing. But I, I like them when they're like ice cold. Oh, bro, dude, I, I think I'm like legit, like one of the.
1: Only people who buys the bangs and the rains at the certain gas station down the road from me. Because it's yeah. like, I'm like, oh, no more watermelon ones. And then I buy out all the cotton candy ones. There's like, like, I'm not the, I mean, you know, could yeah. you order some more than things?
0: But. So, back where I used to live, there was a gas station um, <sighs> that was like 10 cents higher than everything around. Um, but there was this uh, little couple that ran the place and they stocked up whatever energy drinks i wanted and they stocked them specifically for me so i would go in there i would it's funny i would drive i'd make a right turn to the speedway and get my gas and then i'd drive straight across the four-way over there to pick up my drinks because they would stock whatever i wanted you know yeah so it was really cool that uh i always love the mom and pop feel of something Yeah. when you can build a relationship with the place that you do business yeah um I, That's
1: kind of how it is at, at there, because uh you know, yeah, it's kind of like that now too. Because uh, I've, I've talked to them, even with beer and stuff. I'm like, hey, I'm running out of my Heinekens, man. I'm
0: like, I need to you get know, right, like, on
1: you know, that. And then at, I think I'm the only person that drinks Heinekens in Eastover. Because <laughs> I think the <laughs> other the other choice is Budweiser oh, or yeah. Bud Light That's and right. stuff. Real like, cheap
0: stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes sense with the demographic. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but hey man yeah, it is what it is there's certain places I go like certain gas stations I go to that are kind of sketchballs with the area they're in Yeah. but they the people there are great I love them they treat me good you know and they keep my drinks like there's a um, speedway I go to now on this side of town and the particular area it's in, it's kind of sketch. The, the cats that come in there, like the only time I've I have felt since I've gotten my concealed weapons permit, the only time I ever felt like I actually was about to have to lay hands on my piece, and I ain't talking about my weenie, yeah, in public <laughs> was at that gas station because he's some like of meth up looking dude. Oh, bro, that's, this freaking meth head come in there, and I he was like doing all. All the things, and I had, and it didn't help that I had been watching a bunch of YouTube videos on like concealed Unex- weapons people unexpectedly having to like you know yeah. defend themselves and defend, and it's like so many gas station videos because their surveillance always running, and these freaking cats just coming in there and being sketching. And dude, this guy like he had like an oversized hoodie on, and he was kind of like rubbing himself, and he kept like reaching in his pocket, and he was like looking around a bunch. And I was like the way the way this store is it's really really small and yeah, it's always like always young women running the cash registers like like there's a couple dudes that work there but they seem to work during the days you know and I know we live in an age where everything's offensive and everybody's triggered and they're gender role this and oh wait gender roles Uh, can't matter because now genders don't matter and all this stupid just stupid crap but like i am a firm believer in there a a small lady does not need to be running a freaking gas station and i like that is just asking to be overpowered and robbed like i don't care what kind of stereotypes that triggers like stereotypes exist for a reason and like you know if you need i mean if that was if it was my gas station and i'm hiring staff i'm like i need a big yeah intimidating man yeah, i mean that's to and run a lot of you know, that's kind
1: of a lot with you know the same kind of opinion for women cops yeah and i'm pretty sure a lot of people have seen that that one oh, yeah. that one oh, footage yeah. of that, I mean, that there's
0: some there's some bad women perfect out there example of who that. can totally handle themselves but you know what but if it's a 200 200 yeah.
1: plus pound
0: dude that yeah especially hopped even, up on some stuff and yeah
1: even if you know especially
0: on something or yeah. just oh my gosh you know. so my brother-in-law's a cop and he was talking about how like one of uh one of their people was like just got trounced by this dude he was hopped up on some stuff yeah and she was giving it everything she had and he beat the mess out of her and she was relentless dude but at the end of the day like Size matters, you know? Yeah. And she couldn't, with all her might and all her skills, couldn't take this man down, and he just beat the mess out of her. It was completely unfortunate. So, anyways, I say all that to say this, is I go in this place understanding that this is a very likely spot to be robbed, you know? Yeah. But... Yeah. The people that work there are super nice, and again, I like the peach rain, and they stock it there. They keep it stocked there, Um, so I get my points. It's on the way to and from the house, you know, and again, it's like on a it's a little sketchy spot, but. I'm kind of in and out, and it's. I ran into some old friends and old coworkers, you know, that like work like delays, delete de- delivery trucks and stuff. So sometimes I'll go in there in the morning, and like these dudes are in there stocking it. It's just see yeah. again that old that that mom and pop feel. I like yeah. it, yeah. But I went in there one day, man, and I like this dude was like he was showing all the signs, and like I said, the place is real small. So when you walk in, you have to make a decision: do you go straight? to the counter or do you make a right and very similar to that gas around. station you go to by work it's yeah. very small yep. very crowded and the racks go almost eye level with you. Mm-hmm. so you put a bunch of chip bags on top they can't even see you and i'm 6'1 you know 270 pounds and like i'm not a small person but i can hide behind these racks yeah. you know so i'm standing there and this dude does not see me there's two racks beside me and then there's the dunkin donuts donut cabinet right here so like you can't see me you know this dude standing here and i'm telling you man i thought he was getting ready to rob the place and it was just this this girl might have been five four 110 pounds soaking wet behind the counter yeah you know and i was just like dude this this is just it just screamed Oh my oh, gosh, yeah. you know, and She's like, about to get real. yeah, I'm like, oh, I came in here for a freaking peach rain. And I'm gonna leave this place with a body count. Yeah, yeah. but it, you know, it, um, it, someone else came in the door, and while I mean, I was like sweating down my back, like nervous. This was getting ready to happen, and someone came in the door, you know, and they had a person with them, and so the place kind of filled up a little bit, and the dude left, like it was. Sketch. You never, you never know, man. Yeah, he was. I, I. I. I am convinced he was getting ready to... So, anyways, um, but yeah, I love going. I love finding a place that, like, all you have to do is say, "Hey, you're out of this thing that I get," and they'll say, "Don't worry, we'll order it for you," mm-hmm. and it's there. You know, I'm say within a day or two. And so, I, I love. You know, sometimes it's worth risking your life for a good energy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> I might have to shoot somebody before, but y'all always got my You Always
0: got my drink, So it's worth it. <laughs> A chance I'm willing to take.
1: Y'all need to do something about those meth heads. Uh,
0: yeah, I know, right? Man, I tell you what, the freaking meth heads and this, <sighs> this freaking state, dude. I'm, I'm sure that every state has their problems, but my God, I feel like meth has just really got a grasp on. The- and
1: it still
0: baffles me that people still want to try it. Oh my gosh, the fact that you make it with cleaning chemicals—did you? <laughs> And like, the stuff that's under your sink. It, yeah. You know, I just like,
1: you may be killed in the process of trying to make it, oh but gosh, blown up if you don't know chemistry or whatever. Oh,
0: uh, chemistry. Yeah. That's, that's chemistry, yeah. <laughs> All right, Hector, yeah. so, um, you know, this is typically the part of the show where we talk about what we've been up to. And clearly, I've been up to, you know, gambling with uh, my life over yeah. an energy drink. <laughs> um, But I've started picking up uh, these, these bundles right here. So, this is a DC Comics bundle um walmart carries uh they have like a this uh the the 100 page giant comics okay they're normal comic size they're just 100 pages opposed to like 32 to 36 you know like an oversized comic is like 50 pages Mm. um so anyway so uh i've been on the fence about diving into these because i was you know like it's like a walmart excuse me exclusive And they've got all the big characters. They've got Marvel stuff, too. But, you know, typically, right now, at this point in life, I'm really more into DC. Um, I still pull my Wolverine and my Punisher stuff. And uh, I just finished up a run on Spider-Man. But for the most part, I'm pulling lots of DC right now. That's just what what I'm interested in. So, um, I've been on the fence about digging into these giant books. Uh, A, because I don't know if... I'm worried that these stories are gonna find their way into the main stories at the comic shop, and I'm gonna end up buying it twice, uh, which I don't think that's happening, oh, yeah. Uh, well, yes and no. but like, uh, but it's not technically not happening. but B, I don't like the covers. So like this giant banner on the front, you know, like when it says 100 page giant comic, like it's got like the the it makes it a little commercially looking Yeah, it's very much like, oh, like this is the these are, are the characters in this book you know and i don't know why they do it that way except for maybe they're trying to advertise that you should buy this because these yeah, look, i don't what's know what's got in it yeah and it says on here you know it's like there's two different you know, there's i don't know i don't know either way i do know this that now they're starting to take some of the stories out of here and work them into their own books that are hitting the comic shops now and they have different covers uh, but the price is the same, so I'm just like I don't know. Anyways, so I haven't really been digging into them, but I'll pick one up every now and again. And then they started doing these bundles here, so ten comics for ten dollars. This particular book alone is five bucks. Yeah, oh, yeah. So it's already worth it. So you're getting nine more comics for five bucks. So to me, I was like, oh, absolutely. So I've been picking these up. So I'm gonna open this one here on the show because it's random. You know, you don't know what you're gonna get. And what I've been doing is I've been when I see them and they have a different giant book on the front, then I'll pick them up. Uh, I haven't, even though I know the nine behind it are random, I haven't been buying repeats of the giant comic. Yeah. Um, but, I figured it would be something cool to do on the show, because I really, really love this. Like, There's a comic shop down the road from here uh, called Cosmic Ray Rays, and they do these $25 like mystery boxes. Oh yeah. And they said they put $50 worth of stuff in there and just random comics, random pops, random little collectibles whatever, but then every now and again, they'll throw like a retro gaming system in there as well. Oh. So the idea is you kind of want to buy a bunch of these cuz one of them's going to have, you know, a 50 plus dollar, you know, retro system as well as the $50 worth of comic stuff. Yeah. So so, here we go. I just opened it up. We've got... Oh, my goodness. I'm getting excited. So, we got got uh, the Superman uh, number one 100-page giant. And inside, it's you know, it's it's a good-looking comic, you know? It's normal stuff. Oh, my gosh. Superman and Batman at the same time? That's what I thought I saw that. Yeah. So, you know what? These might... Yeah, these are different. Dang, dude. Look at that. So, we got... I'm gonna start with this one. So, looks like we got Batman and the Justice League, uh, issue one. I know the back of it's just the protective board, so I won't scratch anything up doing that. I don't know why they bundle them and then rebundle them with all this plastic, you know? Because essentially,
1: yeah, that's making me picture that I I can just imagine how some people's like opening ritual is for like comic uh, books. Like some people like the gloves got a certain stand or something, a way to cut the.
0: Yeah, for the, for the most part I don't I don't have any real ritual I just get into it let rip it open all right so we got uh batman and the justice League issue number one which is cool because I think I only have issue three we've got the new 52 futures end issue 12 with Hawkman on the front that's pretty rad and then we've got new 52s justice league issue 34 which i don't have that one either so that's awesome so I actually have very little of the new 52 and the Uh, i've got like a lot of post rebirth stuff but i don't really have like the when they were launched rebirth i I had there was several years there where i wasn't really collecting and when i was collecting it was kind of strictly punisher Uh. so it's pretty cool and then i got they basically broke it down into you get the the giant comic and then you get three sets of three so i've got three sets of plastic to open so this one we have DC Rebirth Batman issue number one, which I do have. This one, oh, there we go. We got uh, Final Days of Superman, uh, Superman Wonder Woman, and on the cover it's got Supergirl and Wonder Woman.
1: Supergirl. Yeah. Oh, Is that, the one
0: that they made the movie out of just now. Um, they got a, I don't know a TV Captain show. Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel. That Dude, movie's okay.
1: It. it, it That movie in Shazam, like just the cover for Uh it, to me it looks like it's a Photoshopped picture. Maybe like it doesn't look. I don't know. I I've never seen no Shazam's, Captain Marvel, but it's yeah. not, It Cap- doesn't. It, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like that chick seemed like the right no, chick to be she, a Captain Marvel. I guess she's
0: very flat in both that movie and the um, uh, yeah. Avengers movie. Seems too soft,
1: like too girly to be a.
0: Well, she's very. Oh no! Is that a trigger word?
1: I don't care. Yeah, and but she's. She just don't. It didn't look right from. Or, I don't know.
0: I'm not a fan of her. Yeah, she's a. She's a turd. So, yeah. anyways, this is really cool right here. New 52's Lego Wonder Woman. Oh, it's just Wonder Woman with the Lego variant combo. Uh, oh. Lego variant combo. Uh, dude, that looks awesome. Dang. That looks really good. That art is fantastic. But yeah, that Lego uh, variant cover is really cool. So, that is awesome. So, yeah, this is, see, I love this crap, dude. Like, I'm, no, I might not sound too excited, but, oh, my gosh, inside right now is, Eep. <laughs> I nobody yeah. even knows what that is, huh? That is the universal sound for boner. <laughs> <laughs> I explained uh, that to my wife the other day. Oh, just now? A, a few days ago. Oh, like, but yeah. No,
1: I mean, and still, it took this long to describe it. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, she, uh, <laughs> sometimes my wife doesn't get the dumb jokes we have at work yeah. and why they're funny, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so it was very like, I don't know, it was, we were just talking and I said, yeah, so anytime somebody gets really excited at work, you'll hear this, mm-hmm. and that, you know, that's like the universal <laughs> shop sound for boner, but uh. like, you're not really, you're not really getting a boner. <laughs> well, depending on who you're talking to. But, okay. You know. So we got DC Rebirth Batman <laughs> number one. Um, Is this the same book or was that with New 52 Batman that I got over there? So nice DS rebirth King King that's Orlando huh uh, this is night of the monster man so still cool and then we got batwing which I do not have any batwing so that's pretty awesome check that out batarang to the eyeball no. yeah very cool and then we have infinite crisis number four so that looks amazing Whoa, Dang, dude. this looks is crazy. This is really cool. So it looks like some doomsday action. So yeah, so I am super excited. I will continue to buy these and I will continue to be. I just love the idea of a random grab bag of comics. So yeah, random comics, random, you know what I'm saying, grab bag books, uh, mystery boxes, things like that. I really dig it. Um, a few different times now, I've went and picked up some of these Mystery boxes with my kids, and what's really cool is I've gotten like full runs, a like full arcs of stuff in some of these mystery boxes. Um And these uh these Walmart uh ten for ten, you know what I'm saying? Joints are pretty rad, but I haven't got like consecutive issues. But you know, that's a lot. Like it's really neat because I might want to read something a little different one day. You know, so I've been reading all this Batman. I might want to read this here Wonder Woman or this here uh, Night of the Monster Man. So.
1: Yeah, a good bit of variety.
0: Yeah, it's pretty pretty cool. So you apparently have brought something to the <laughs>
1: I'm pulling out my phone. I'm getting my phone screen is so dirty. I'm trying to get it the clearest.
0: Oh my gosh! <laughs> so to uh, describe to the listeners what is exactly about to happen.
1: I'm uh, about to show you a clip of a movie that now a lot of people obviously don't know me, but I guess y'all could. Say I'm kind of weird. I'm into some weird <laughs> stuff. Uh, I, I go. I hit some 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 strange boundaries sometimes, and um, you know, I, I still find my own boundaries of weirdness that I'm like, okay, that's a little weird even for me. And I kind of ran into that. And Japanese people never seem to fail <laughs> with their type of bizarre humor. I, you know, I mean, yeah, it is creativity. I mean, that just depends on. <laughs> <laughs> who's looking at it or whatever. Yeah. But uh yeah, I'm gonna show you this little clip of this old little movie called uh funky forest.
0: Funky forest. Now in our previous episode we we're talking about uh the man that killed Hitler and then Bigfoot. Yeah, you uh mentioned that funky forest was not very high on your uh on your your uh your dooky list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're about to uh to show me what this okay. funky forest is all about.
1: Yeah, and then you'll understand why I've been walking around saying, Hi! Hi! at work. (laughs) Yeah, it's, um... I don't know if any of you guys have uh, have watched it, but if you haven't, if you really want to say WTF a lot, (laughs) I would say have a pen and paper, and I want you to mark down how many times you say it. Hi! (laughs) Because... Uh, so yeah, I'm about so, to
0: watch this clip live on the show. About how long is this clip? It's two, oh, not two, I think a
1: minute, 43 seconds. All right. Yeah, it's like a minute, 43. And uh, yeah, this is a clip from...
0: Funky Forest.
1: <laughs> Funky Forest.
0: Right, I'm going to put it right here <laughs> by the microphone. I'm oh. going to explain what I'm watching. Okay, try to watch this. So before we go any farther, I'm looking. So it's an older, middle-aged. What is that on his nipples? Why are they hanging down so far? (laughs) He's got like antennas, but his nipples are... Bro, what the freak is that? Bro, ah, that is disgusting. What was that out of his butt? This is ballsack, I guess. He keeps asking if he's game, and he's like touching it. What the? <laughs> it's retractable though, and he's got his pants he does on. Nice moves. So, like, oh my god! Oh, juice time. Mm-hmm. Is he getting ready to milk himself. <laughs> oh, my gosh! So he is shooting milk out of his nipple, but it's not a nipple, it's like a like a hot dog hanging from where his nipple should be. And a tennis player is hitting wait, hitting it with a badminton racket?
1: <laughs> she's, like, she's, she's just swinging, hitting the water. Just
0: swinging at milk
1: with a tennis racket. Yeah, that's that. that was a, Oh, my like, God. What and the freak? The clip that I recorded, the other clip, I think it's even weirder than that scene.
0: So, wait. Okay. Oh, my God. That's
1: just... A, I don't even know what
0: else to expect from that movie, man. Like... He sat full... Okay, so he's got pants on. So he sat on a chair that has a hole cut out of the bottom. And what looks like a weird-looking ball sack, because it yes. didn't look like it had skin. It looked like it was... Almost like an egg, like an alien yeah, egg sack yeah, or something. like, a, like a, So, you know those little... Uh, those little pencil toppers, or whatever, of like pigs and cows and farm animals and stuff that kids have, oh, and you squeeze yeah, them, the, and out of the butt becomes the weird. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? The weird caramel <laughs> colored, like squishy thing. But when you unsqueeze it, it's yeah, retracts back, back up. up. Yeah, that's what that looked like. It, it doesn't look <laughs> like balls, but then again, it's like a droopy sack of something that's retractable that kind of hangs there. Yeah. And the other guy is there, are they in like a doctor's office or I something? Think it's like a school. So he's just like touching it, and he keeps saying "nice moves." Yeah, like, and, and he didn't do anything and though. And like he, when he retracted it, when he dropped it back down, his balls. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> "Are you game? Are you ga- are you game? Like G A M E game?" Oh, yeah. Like, and, and it started wow. off. He's got his shirt off. It's like I it said, middle aged man, uh, kind of balding with glasses, no shirt on, with like blue Adidas pants on. And he's covering up his jacked up nipples. Nipples, and they look like like uncured hot dogs. Just like <laughs> ones all curved, and kind of and laying, hanging. Yeah. And then he squeezed milk slash water out of them while the tennis player with the badminton racket swatted the water. <laughs> Until the other person said stop, and then he scored. I don't know what the freak. I just that's watched. what I'm
1: saying, man. I'm like, and you, I, that's two and a half hour movie of that. I'm like, I don't know, man. I might have to, bro. Y'all might have to pay me.
0: <laughs> God, that is so weird. That's just two minutes out of a. Two-hour movie. Like, I expected, like... We, okay, so when you say these weird Japanese movies, I'm thinking about, like, the only real experience I have with a lot of weird Japanese movies are, like, the weird horror movies. So you have random people in these weird situations with these demonic slash really crappy people in suits with lots of just fluid and tentacles and gore and stuff. Um, And it's just, like, I expected it to be like some weird creature in this thing where weird, like scary stuff is happening. Not like that was weird. I, I don't like have, I don't, I've never seen anything like that before. That's what I'm saying. It's
1: so, that, dude, that's what my face That's what wow. I keep thinking about my face, that screenshot that I took, because that is a true face of utter confusion.
0: So you <laughs> randomly decided to. To record it after that first movie that you're going to talk about yeah, this
1: time? Yeah. Well, I, I thought about that, and I started watching another clip, and I was only like a minute into it, and I was like, I, 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 don't know, I want to see what my reaction to this is going to be, and then I
0: just decided to do it. Wow. Yeah. you got to put that in the Facebook dude. Yeah, I'll do it, put, man, if you like, want to see I it. I can't. Like, Okay, so when you said that, this is me being 100% honest with you. When you said that you recorded your reaction, I'm thinking, well, then your reaction's kind of tainted because you're going to. No, that was all real. Right, right. Well, now that I've seen it and I completely, like, had no, like, dang. No idea what type of weird I'm talking about. Right. So, like, if you would have recorded my face just now, (laughs) I would have completely forgotten that you were recording because what I just saw was so weird and absurd. (laughs) Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. It's weird.
1: Like, but it's like, how did people paid? They had enough money to it's make like a, a, a two and a half hour movie of that. Somebody wrote
0: that movie. Yeah. Paid people to act in that movie. They edited that movie and they produced and published that movie. Yeah, that you have got you have you owe it to our listeners. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. And then as he was talking to her, like I don't understand, like what was
1: what was he that? was saying? Like I'm oh, I'm I'm tuckered out. Like they were tired from they were, wore out from what they just did, which was barely anything physical. And then she, all she just said is height hi. Hey. It's just yes, what yes. Doesn't
0: yes. make any sense. Is the like the the weird sack retracting out of his body? Like it.
1: Dude, and then I I stopped it at that part. Uh, There was maybe like two more minutes of that clip. The next thing you know, there's some big, weird looking bug thing hanging off her arm, like sucking off of her or something. And I think it's from the old guy somehow. And they. Ugh.
0: Ugh, It is so weird. And the other scene is just so. I wonder if there's like somebody out there who watches these movies and then like explains them. If somebody understands. Like it's if
1: it's, I mean, I guess it's almost like it doesn't make me want to use the word creative. But it it, it is is pretty creative. It it is, but it's such a
0: it's weird because like okay, so I again, this is no shocker on this show, especially I am a comic book fan and I like to talk about comics. And what I love more than anything is to listen to somebody in the know, somebody knowledgeable, do a comprehensive breakdown Mm -hmm. of a comic that I enjoy. So, for example. There's a YouTube channel called Comics Explained. And this guy will be explaining a comic book. He'll be kinda of like, Oh, this is, this is this is this this is this. But to understand that, you gotta go all the way back to the beginning and then he does this history lesson. Ah. Uh, you know, and he does it in a really fast paced but entertaining way. And I love listening to his show. I don't ever watch it. I just listen to it at work. And so like there's somebody out there who can explain that. There's somebody out there that that is wow. That's weird. I wish I had, I wish so I had a weird. Japanese friend. You know, Bayon, I, I don't. I don't have any. Huh? Bayon, the uh, graphic design guy up uh, in the front. Oh, he's Japanese. I'm not trying to sound completely insensitive and <laughs> in racist, but I think well, so. Well, how would it be
1: racist to just, I mean,
0: I don't know.
1: I guessed the wrong one on accident. Maybe I need to ask him first. Yeah, he's super hey, man, cool. before I make before the, wrong, I, the wrong one, do you mind you, asking me the typical you, question of what your nationality can is? Can you
0: please uh, give me your pronouns?
1: Yeah. Hey, how you doing? What's your pronoun? What do you want me to call you? I oh go by gosh. they.
0: That's not possible. It's literally this this system that these people are creating is not sustainable.
1: I feel like it's gonna. I will be so thrown off if. I don't know. It is. It, yeah. You know, <laughs> well, I, to it's get, like I want to pump the brakes for this. It's like, no, no, nah, I ain't. I ain't falling for may that. Maybe
0: Tanner, because he's a do stop.
1: I didn't even send it to him. Like, I tried to explain it to him. It, I, I think yeah. I was gonna, I'm, I'm going to try to probably send that to him anyways. Because
0: like, he is a. He, he's a, a, Ooh. Ooh. John Tancredi, Mr. Dat One Seagull. If you are. Or Seagull, if you want to. If you're listening to the show right now, can you please explain to us. What's it called? Uh, that one was Funky Forest. Funky Forest? Yeah. JT my man if you can if you can write into the show and explain to us what funky forest is what's happening here this guy he's a hardcore trophy hunter he's a freaking savant when it comes to getting trophies and platins and stuff and he's a big anime fan ah and he also does manga and hentai like all he, he's he consumes it all yeah and um so he would totally be able to explain to us what we're looking at. I wonder if that actually came from like a like a mango. Oh man, or something. who knows? I, I think the overall plot of the movie, if I remember, it's
1: just something about a music school. I, I mean, think. but uh, that's very wide. God, this was a, dude. Is just the, the musical. I watched the musical scene. That's what I a musical scene of it. They're playing instruments out of these animal type things that are just so hard to even try to explain like and then when you see it it's like just my face that face that i got the screenshot of <laughs> man it's like what am i seeing right now this barely computes like wow. never seeing these types of things put together and oh when i describe describe the other one you get somewhat of an idea of <laughs> symbol that one that one's kind of like a cakewalk. That's just just the, the the two scenes of Funky Forest that the whole movie symbol is like a cakewalk to me.
0: That's insane. Yeah, that's insane. All right, well, whew, Uh we know what you've been up to yeah. lately. <laughs> like, yeah. I literally don't know what to say to that. And it wasn't perverse. It wasn't. No, nah, even though it was like, Well, it was weird, but it wasn't like. It wasn't it's even it's weird. That's, can't even say it's not even say. I don't it's have, like sexual, I don't. My like, vocabulary is not deep uh-huh. enough. To explain how I feel that right that particular type of <laughs> because it's weird, interesting. Oh, I thought you were about to fart. I know I was cracking my back. No. I've been kind of. <laughs> I got this new uh, chair in here, man. This thing is like it's a. Uh, so I've, I got. I'm not the heaviest I've ever been right now, but for whatever reason, I am breaking everything I sit on. Like I'm just my Bang. body. Yeah, so I broke. <laughs> um, I broke the chair in here that I had before. <laughs> Uh, and then I was using that one for uh, a, about a f- four or five days, the gaming chair that you're in. And I kind of didn't want to break my son's chair. So I ordered myself a big and tall fake leather, but this is awesome, uh, extra padded um, gaming chair rated for up to 500 pounds. <laughs> I do Yeah, it's a big one, man.
1: It's it's. Dude, very, I was about to say, man, if you break a toilet, then that's when you should feel bad.
0: I haven't broken. If <laughs> broke a toilet. I haven't broken a toilet yet, but that's know. gotta be a kind of a shameful moment. <laughs> There's always tomorrow. <laughs> just so. there. Um and then I was uh training in the uh office for the new position I just took, and I leaned over to grab some paperwork and the chair and broke it. Uh. So I have to I am getting a new chair in there as well.
1: <laughs> and for I don't
0: know what's happening right now, but like my dog is keeps mounting the other dog. Like you you gotta stop. He like, as soon as I said dog, they went. They he, both laid down. Yeah. She laid down because he was trying to get on top of her. This is weird. We're sitting here talking, talking, chop, and the dogs are trying to bone. In dog corn blowing on behind us. It's incredible. So all right, so let's get into the two topics at hand tonight. You are going to cover the Japanese weird-a-may. That's what we're going to start calling weird-a-may. these Weirdome. Yeah. It's not That's anime, but it's weird. Yeah, you're going to cover this a uh, symbol. Yeah. And I'm going to let you uh, close this out with Symbol tonight. So I'm going to go ahead and knock out this. This is book two of Batman, The Last Night on Earth. Now, this freaking cover, bro, that's Bane and Scarecrow yeah. from the Batman universe. Now, uh, written by Scott Snyder, drawn uh, by uh, Greg Capullo uh, with uh, Glappian and uh, as Plas- uh, on colors and inks. And my God, man, this book is it's nuts. So is this just a brief recap from the last book I did on here. Um, Batman wakes up in, an, in like an insane asylum. He's uh, strapped you know uh, in, in, up in these seeing all the the people, the staff in the uh, in the asylum and he they're all like the the rogues as they call them uh joker uh harley uh grundy all these guys are just staff members in there and then alfred keeps meet with him saying you're not really batman this is all delusion and you keep acting out and long story short he ends up getting this makeshift cape and cow that he has where it's a straight jacket and then like a set of buckles and stuff that he made a helmet yeah. out of the cow and he escapes the insane asylum only to find out that it's a post-apocalyptic world we're living in, and that everything's been destroyed. Um, the Green Lantern Corp has been destroyed, and the rings have crash-landed on Earth and caused massive destruction. In creators, I mean craters, not creators, craters. And then random people who are not worthy or have strong enough wills or minds to control the rings have now picked them up, put them on, and these giant baby constructs have are dragging bodies around and just destroying everything um there is a a big bad uh that we haven't been identified yet uh and batman is walking around with a lantern that has the joker's head in it and the joker's head is talking and is still alive um he they've rendezvoused with uh wonder woman and have found out that this particular Batman is not the original Batman, our Batman. Uh, that, that our Batman created a machine that will absorb his consciousness and put it in a fresh body so that generation after generation, he always had, you know, we all always have a Batman. And then uh, we have, let's see at the end of that one. Trying to think, there was a weird zombie kid in an alley in the very beginning while Batman was uh, kind of solving a crime, and he was stabbed Batman. Trying to think all the things that are kind of important uh, moving into this, and we keep hearing about this Omega character. Omega would be the the bad guy. So, anyways, so we're picking up where we left off in the last one. So, uh, we're having. Uh, Batman is going into an apartment and it is the apartment of Joe Chill. Now, Joe Chill is the man who gunned down Bruce Wayne's parents in Crime Alley. Okay, So, Batman's hiding in there and uh, you know, he, he confronts uh, Joe Chill and Joe goes for a bunch of random guns but Batman says, I've already removed them all. Um, and they get into a bit of a skirmish and uh, after he provokes... Uh, Batman, and then Batman, you know, wants to know who the zombie kid was in the alley, you know, and uh, Joe chills like, you know, kind of taunting him or whatever, uh, and then he wakes up from this dream, um, and it's him, the Joker, in the middle of the desert, right, and this giant tornado starts. Right. So uh, the tornado is apparently a, uh, a speed storm. So, kind of a little background information on that. So, the, so Flash is the so fast that he can run to the point where he breaks like a reality barrier, mm-hmm. and in between reality and whatever else, I guess you're looking at time travel going at that outside point outside of time or yes it, they call that the speed force ah and you know you, where you're you've you created so much momentum that you have you can go back and forth through time well apparently what's going on in this book right now is that the speedsters not just flash but anyone who is fast like flash are caught up in the speed force and they're having these wild tornadoes break down and just kind of spin around Now, typically, when I've gone over some of these books in the past, I've gone into a lot of detail, and I think I'm going to kind of hang back a little bit as not to spoil all of the the key points in the book, Uh, but I do want to kind of just point out some of the stuff that's really, really cool that, like, you know, so I'll kind of breeze over a lot of that stuff and kind of give the key points and then give my review of it, but, like, it is such a fantastic read, and there's so many cool things happening. Um. So from there, you know, Batman, it's continued to progress towards Gotham. And that's the destination at hand. Um, and then they get to a military base. And the military base um, has all these creatures, all these demonic looking troll style creatures coming after it, right? And what little bit of survivors are left are shooting them. There's blood and guts and heads and stuff getting cut off. They got flamethrowers and all that stuff. And then out of nowhere, the swamp thing comes and it's like a giant moving forest, almost like an island kind of moving forward of the green. Yeah. And he comes in and, and I guess he's coming to wipe out all of these little creatures. And I don't know what kind of role these creatures play in this post-apocalyptic world, but essentially he won't spend a lot of time on there. But it's really, really cool. So then it moves us into Gotham. Okay, And you have Bane with a legless scarecrow with these giant mechanical fingers with his little syringes at the end filled with his fear toxin. And he's kind of carrying him around almost like a parasite. But uh, Alfred pulls out a shotgun and says, you know, he made a huge mistake. And they're saying he made a mistake by awakening Batman early. You know, uh, letting Batman out, you know, and he they should have kept him in that, that dream state or, state or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, my mistake was, you know, not killing you when I had the chance. Ah. So he unloads some shotgun shells into Bane's chest and it doesn't faze him. And a lot of green venom, which is the chemical that makes him big and swole up like that, comes out. And about that time, this new bad guy, Omega, comes walking up. He looks like Batman. But with this really neat black and red suit, uh, and at that time, Bane and uh, Scarecrow um, bow down to him. Whoa! Yeah, and they say all hail Omega. So then you get you flash over to Batman. He has found Superman's Fortress of Solitude. I'm gonna kind of skip through a bunch. Um, and as he's found it, uh, a pod crashes into the ground. Okay. Now, I know on the, uh, I can't remember if it was the beginning of this show or the last show. This is our last show we recorded. I explained to you a little bit about Superman and kind of how he came to be. Essentially, this is what happened. And so what you you see is that multiple of these little ships have crashed into the Fortress of Solitude. From there, Batman finds uh Superman and he's like an older, you know what I'm saying, with a with a nice a beard cre- Christ- Kratos yeah. beard. Yeah, yeah. And he's being very dry with him and he's not he's not really talking to Batman explaining what's happening because as soon as they got past this ice barrier, they're on the farm of the Kent's where Superman was raised. Alright. Again I'm a fast kind of fly through because you you run into Lex Luthor. But he's like malnourished, he's super skinny, and he's wearing a Superman shirt. And essentially, you see all these cra- all these different Supermans. And essentially what he's done is he has cloned Superman. And he has found a way to using by using a wormhole. He has found a way to recreate Superman's. Crash landing. Oh. So he's almost found like a wormhole in time. Yeah. And he's trying so desperately to have one of these things crash down and survive to be Superman. Which tells me that the real Superman is dead. The Superman that we saw with the beard and then all these other Superman are just mindless clones where he's tried so hard to oh, okay. create. So a little background on Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor is the smartest man alive. Okay, Even technically smarter than Batman. I think that's a little debatable because Batman's always one step ahead of everybody. Batman's the greatest detective that ever lived. Um, Lex Luthor is supposed to be the smartest man alive. And the thing he hated the most about Superman was all the power he wielded and how he could just he just always was straight edge boy scout all the power they had but never used right and if you have somebody like uh like lex luthor who uses his essentially the power he has in his mind to constantly do bad so there's always been this ongoing um uh struggle between the two of them and this is so he, he's explained to batman what's going on and he said i kind of want to do a little bit of reading on this one but essentially it says he launched a great attack on Superman. And what he did was he challenged him to a debate. Okay. And he rigged up things for the world basically to where he wanted to have a debate live in front of the entire world. He wanted to pitch his scenario on how things should be. And then Superman had to pitch his scenario on how things should be. And then he says right here, I made him a simple offer. I told him that I would quit fighting forever, dissolve the Legion, the bad guys, Legion of Doom, if he would have one last debate with me, a debate of good versus evil in front of the entire world. He asked me what the trick was. He could sense that uh, the kryptonite shards I'd sunk deep beneath the land. But I told him, no tricks, only stakes. And so basically, what he did was he found enough kryptonite to make these spikes. He rigged the spikes to be under the ground. So. If he won, then Superman would die. If he lost the debate, he would give in to Superman and dissolve all the bad guys out there. So the shards were a kind of a sunstone that reacts to emotion and will if one knows how to connect it. Luckily, over the preceding months, I had helped Starro secretly attach the geode to every human mind in the world. That's getting real deep into the weeds of the DC Universe, but just kind of roll with it. So a simple dialect, Superman would make his argument for good, mind for evil, and then the world would choose. He said, all anyone would have to do was to think the word justice or the word doom. If the majority of the world chose one way or the other, the shards beneath the ground would activate and they would kill either him or me. Okay? He didn't want to do this. Uh, his friends didn't want him to, but there was no choice. I made him the offer in public. He said, this, uh, this is Lex Luthor, he said, the speech is he gave my god about how the miracle of this place the miracle of us is our capacity to imagine past what is probable even past what is certain to what might be maybe it was because i'd assumed he'd die that day but i i heard him batman it was just rapturous when it was my turn i did my best i went through the talking points uh it it was calculated bits of famous speeches hidden in the language of my own my infectious uh my infectious all echoes brilliant but it was half-hearted i yelled about how the world was ending how the great lie of goodness had kept us down for too long said how the true spark of our divinity came from our capacity for cruelty for selfless selfishness excuse me and for evil but we both knew he won i remember standing there with him not so much humiliated, but graced by his humility. I remember the, the choral sound of the wind in the grass. I remember the sun warmth on my face. Then the ground trembled, and we both braced for what was coming. The moment he would save me from the shards with his super speed. Okay, so this is essentially this. So Lex Luthor said that when Superman spoke, he spoke truth justice and goodness and he said it was so when he said rapturous it was just so grabbing he was so sincere that even lex luthor this evil genius this mastermind knew right then and there that that was the way things needed to be and he's like he gave it his all but at the end of the day they both knew lex luthor lost and then he knew that superman would not let him die that's how good he is ah yeah and he said, "But that's not what happened." He said, "It was all a mistake, though. They turned on us too. The villains we made uh, another you, another me, and he goes on this whole thing. Essentially, the shards come up the ground where he thought they would kill Lex Luthor. They killed Superman because the world had turned evil." Mm. You know, that was Dang. so. He said that they gave this debate of why evil should should reign supreme, and these superheroes should stop fighting it. And then uh, Superman was gonna, like, you know, gave this all-inspiring speech. And Lex Luthor said, and yet the people decided that they were done being good, even though, by all accounts, Superman won won the speech. So then from there, he goes on to. Uh, He tried to make another Batman to stand up and fight against all the reigning of evil and how the world was changing. And as he's explaining everything, uh, the clone Superman just spear tackles him through a wall. About that time, Bane and Scarecrow showed up, and they're beating the piss out of the good guys. Uh, The clone Superman is doing it, and then all of a sudden a sword goes through the clone Superman's heart and then rips him in almost halves, Mm. and it's Wonder Woman. So from there, she's cutting arms oh, off. Dang. <laughs> They're cut. She cuts them, one of their heads off. I mean, it just gets dang. it gets intense. And there's a giant battle scene, you know. And at the end of it all, um, uh, Lex, excuse me, uh, yeah, Lex Luthor uses some sort of boom tube to teleport them oh, far, far away from there. Now, this is where things get really wild. So in order to get to Gotham, they have to go through. Um, you know, in like uh, Greek mythology, there's the uh, that that lake or that river that the um,
1: that ferry, yeah, that
0: fairy the, the ferryman, the the reaper has to take you through. Yeah, and you know that if you like, kind of gaze out into the depths of the water, like there's like spirits and demons. They're trying to talk you into coming to them. Uh-huh. Essentially, you're going to kill yourself. Yeah, that happens right here. There, this there is something like that now on the world. And Wonder Woman says, you know, don't pay attention to it. Don't listen to it. It's going to be the cries of all your family and friends. They're going to try to talk you and come out there. And then uh, Batman mentions that Alfred gave him this little penny. And he's like, I don't know why I hang on to it. And she goes, well, right now you're going to need it. You're going to need anything you can to ground you to your humanity Mm because you're about to be tempted. And so essentially you see the entire DC universe like spirits of them trying to talk him into abandoning his mission and basically coming and dying. So she puts the lasso of truth on him and you know has conversation with him and essentially tries to keep him level headed. Yeah. It's a really, really powerful set of panels. It's really cool. Um but then they go from there and they make it to uh Gotham. And when they get there, instead of the bat signal being up in the air, it's the new Omega symbol for this new Omega oh. character. And then they are met by a bunch of really... They're called the Court of Owls. Uh, these talons is what they are. These these crazy assassins. But once they get into um, into Gotham, they're immediately surrounded by this. And this is a callback to like some old... Uh, Scott Snyder uh, desecates some of the better runs of a you know, Batman written, and so as they're sitting there, they're they're getting ready to go go to blows with these Talons. Um, one of them pulls his mask off and reveals that it's Dick Grayson, which is the original Robin, oh. who became Nightwing, who now in this world thinks Batman's dead and has joined the Talons, oh. which are essentially working for. Omega. Yeah. So anyways, and that's where it leaves off. So this book, this post-apocalyptic Batman story that's going on is pretty wild in my opinion. Like it's got a lot going on. And for someone like you who maybe doesn't isn't familiar with a lot of this stuff, like the points that I that I read out or pointed out are callbacks to previous arcs in the Batman um continuity yeah. essentially. So we still don't exactly understand what happened or why it happened or what. But what we do know is that Superman died. The world turned evil. Uh, Lex Luthor was creating villains and essentially then everyone turned into villains. So then it was like, wait a second. I've seen the error of my ways, but it's too late. Batman's dead. Superman's dead. Wonder Woman has created the Resistance and they're basically underground. And then now this new Batman with the consciousness of the old Batman as, as arisen and they're going through just scenarios and things that are callbacks to deep into the, uh, into the uh, Batman mythos. So I got to say, as far as the Dookie scale goes, another 10 out of 10, this is the Dookie. It is so good. I absolutely love it. Um, it speaks to me as a Batman fan, as someone who reads the Batman, you know what I'm saying, books constantly. Yeah. Um, I just, I really, really, really like it. And it maybe listening to me explain it, even read some of it, might not be grabbing you because, you know, I'm saying you as in the general you, the listeners. Uh, but i got to say, if you are even interested in Batman stuff at all, and you did do some reading and learn some of the old stuff or maybe read some of the arcs, This is just such a fan service while telling a very interesting post-apocalyptic story. And it's an oversized book. Um, I want to say it's like 50, 60 pages or whatever. So it's a a good read. I tried to keep it brief without spoiling too much, but yet give enough of the shock and awe that makes it so exciting. Um, but so far, the dynamics between Batman, uh, new Batman, and uh, Wonder Woman are really cool. Wonder Woman is bad A, eh, dude. She is serious. And then seeing this whole debate and the giving over to evil between the Lex Luthor and and Superman, that was yeah, that that's what's was making neat.
1: me think. I'm like, guys, really, we're gonna choose evil? Like, what then? Like this can we still have fun or is everybody just screwed everybody's now
0: a slave you know we just chose to be slaves to people or what like i mean if you think about it if you want to get deep and philosophical we're we constantly give ourselves shoot. over to slavery Ugh, yeah governmental slavery you know what i'm saying digital slavery addiction slavery yeah i mean like like it's kind of in our nature to enslave ourselves to something
1: yeah it Sorry. uh well yeah hey shoot that that uh that dark crystal. Yeah. Sure it's coming out, the darkening.
0: I'm like, "Oh, well, yeah, it's just kind of symbolic of what's going on right now." There's a comic book series right now that's like leading into that. Ooh. It's out right now. Of uh, the dark dark crystal, dark crystal yep. uh, comic book series. Yep.
1: Oh, man.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, I haven't picked it up yet just cuz I'm picking up Dude, so I, much at one time right I now. I cannot wait for that. It's well, at yeah. the end of the month, on the 30th. We got to watch that. I need to we need to do watch the old one. I already yeah I did. Need to go, like, I need, we need to talk about that on here too because I haven't seen that since I was a kid, dude. I I didn't even know about it. Like really? I just
1: watch it. whenever it came on Netflix maybe three months ago. I watched the riddle like oh my god how did I miss out on this? And then two or three weeks later I come across the remake Dark Crystal
0: Labyrinth and Willow. Those yeah, were like Will, three I, did, I gotta watch I,
1: Labyrinth. I haven't seen that,
0: dude. It's wild.
1: I my friend told me about Return to Oz.
0: That's I've never a, seen that.
1: That's a dark, twisted version of uh, Wizard of Oz. Really? <laughs> All
0: right, so it is uh, your turn, man, to wow us, shock us. Um, I don't know about wow, but well, I don't know. Yeah,
1: wow in a different way. <laughs> it's gonna be like wow! I can't believe I heard this. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, so I pretty much just came across it on. I'm just on YouTube, and you know, every now and then the algorithms or whatever just. Pop up, and I just happen to have seen, you know, ten weird Japanese movies worth watching. <laughs> so I go down and well, you know, start going, start looking at that, and uh, some of them uh, were on um, they're already on YouTube, and so you don't have to really like go searching too much. And I came across one called Symbol, and uh, so it starts off. It starts off in like a desert scene, and it seems it's it, it's almost like a two minute It seems like a two minute intro. Like, it's just you just see a long road down a desert, and you just see, like, barely in the distance this truck coming. And it legit takes like two and a half, three minutes for just that one scene for this truck to come. And you're just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And it's this. I don't know if she's a real nun but she's in a nun outfit but she's driving crazy he's got a cigarette in her mouth and then they show a mexican family and this just shows like a typical scene of like a mexican family getting ready for kids getting ready for school and parents talking and Talking about their one son or whatever that's a, a wrestler, uh, Lucha Libre, um, guys, you know, the, the uh, I guess the traditional Mexicans always wearing the mask, and he's wearing the mask and getting ready. And this nun chick picks him up to take him to, I guess, to his event, and uh, it's all in subtitles, uh, but you can tell, like this nun chick is like got some serious road rage. <laughs> she's just cussing up. She's probably cussing almost every sentence she sent, You know, that scared me. <laughs> Honestly, what just
0: Man, I it, so it was behind you,
1: <laughs> it it starts. That's like the first five minutes of it, and then it just changes completely. Next thing you just see is a. Japanese guy uh, that just wakes up in a all white room, a solid all white room, and he's got on like these weird, like pretty colorful pajamas on, and he just wakes up in this room, not sure why he's there. He's confused. He's looking around, typical thing, and just you know wondering what's going on, yelling, you know, making noise or whatever. And he's looking around. It's just solid white room, just nothing in it. And then he's just looking around and feeling on the walls and then he sees something on a wall. And uh it like zooms in like real close to it and like he get it's like you see him from far away and like he gets close to this thing that looks like a like a weird little sack and something sticking off of it. And so he like slowly like puts his finger on it and he pushes it and it's like a button. Whenever he hits it, it makes a sound it's like, huh? <laughs> and so he hits this thing, and pretty much a bunch of baby angels come out of the wall, and they're all solid white looking, just the same color as the wall. And they're coming out, the f- they're coming out of all the, you know, just all out the walls and stuff, and they're just looking at him making noises, and he's freaking out. Because a bunch of babies just came out of the wall. And that, hap- that goes on for like, you know, a minute or whatever. And then all of the babies, like, go back into the wall. And the only thing that's left sticking out is their dicks.
0: Oh
1: my gosh. So now he is in a room surrounded by baby dicks.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: <sighs> and that's the beginning of uh, that. <laughs> this weird. It. it, it, it... It, uh, they're not, like, too realistic looking. It, it's almost kind of like a, I don't know, just looks like a ball with a carrot on it or something. <laughs> you know, it's not, like, a really realistic looking jump. But, so, he realizes that they're buttons. So, pretty much that's just the beginning of his journey of figuring out how to get out of that room. So he's going around hitting these buttons of these baby dicks, and different things happen when he touches them. They're like they're all sporadically, just all randomly, all around the the walls. So the room changes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still all white. The only thing that has changed is the the things that are sticking out. But now when he hits them, a random thing just happens. Like the first one he hits, a bonsai tree pops out behind him. Then he hits another one. Then chopsticks come out. It's like a slot in the door opens up and just tosses it right out. And then he hits the same one with the chopsticks. Hits it again. And then he just hits it. Hits. 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 Over. Over. And over. And over. And over. And he's just a pile of chopsticks. Just start piling up. Piling up. Piling up. And he's just hitting different ones and figuring out different things have do different things. He hits one and like these dogs. Like jump out of the wall and bark at him and stuff, and it goes right back in. Like so, he's hitting. You know, if he hits the wrong one, it'll do something that scares him. And then it cuts back to the Mexican guy, (laughs) (laughs) and it seems completely unrelated. And it's just showing him starting to get ready for a for a fight, I mean for a wrestling match, and, and it cuts back to the other guy, and. Like, you see that there's, like, a big vase there. And there's, like, he found... I I don't know if he ever has got to go to the bathroom because he finds food. He ends up finding food. He hits one and a big old sushi roll comes out. And then it's like things are messing with him. So it's like a bunch of sushi rolls start coming out and he starts eating that. And then, like, he's trying to hit another one to try to find, like, some sauce or something to put on it. It's like there's certain moments to where... Whatever it is, whatever it's messing with him, where to give him all the food and stuff, and then later on it gives him the sauce when he didn't need the food Gosh. or the sauce, or, or you know, it, it's, it's he ends up figuring out he hits one button thing that's on the floor, and he realizes a, a door, the wall comes up, and a door appears. So now he's getting excited, so he hits that button, he runs to it, by the time he gets to it, it closes. So then he, oh, that's things. <laughs> I finally reached over here. Golly, I felt that changed the temperature. Oh, God. Oh, man. There's a button on the floor, man. <laughs> oh, man, I gotta read this in and tell a story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. Well, I bumped the, in. Literally. <laughs> the, uh, I don't know. It, it, so he hits, he figures out the one that opens up the door. To open to reveal another door, and keeps trying to run back and getting it, but it keeps flicking back up. So he finds a piece of tape, and he tries to tape down that button, but it just pops right through the tape. He tries to. He had a big vase, and he rolled the vase to the one that threw the sushi out, and kept hitting it over and over and over and over and over, and over to fill up the vase full of the food, so he could try to put all that weight on the button. So it won't pop up because everything he tried, it just keeps popping up and he doesn't get to it. Then he realizes he hits one and a rope comes down. So then he realizes he has to hit the one on the floor and then hit the one for the rope. Swing and get a key. Hit It's like a combination of things that he ended up having to do to get to this door. That He swings and grabs a the key. Then he realizes... When he finally gets to the door, that there's a, also another combination on top of the key that he finally got. Another combination Jeez. that he has the, to find, and then he hits another one, and randomly out of nowhere, some fully decked out African dude just pops out the wall, and he's like decked out in like. Uh, the african garb and like the the face paint and all that and he's like r- super tall and he just pops out the wall and just stares at him for a second then he's got three numbers written across his forehead and then he just runs and disappears into the wall and then he looks confused and he's like you know then he does the whole process again hits that one open up the door hits the other one to get the key the other one for the rope swing get to it finally does the combination finally opens up the door and then he's just stuck in a tiny room. He's just, he's stuck in a tiny room. Like he tries to open up the door, but there's not enough room for him to even scoot it. So he's now just stuck in this tiny little room. Oh my gosh! And then he's crying for a little bit, and then he feels a draft, and then he just looks to the side and it's, it's a sliding wall that opens up another hallway. Then it starts getting a little bit weirder.
0: So it gets weirder than that.
1: Yeah, somehow these things start tying in together. The 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 the. <laughs> it, so he go, It's like a weird black hallway that he's running through. It it just it looks weird. Uh, he's running through this weird long hallway, and then he just comes into another humongous room. But it's like a a big round room with light up top and he's seeing like angel type people flying around like way up up in there. It's just another room full of the buttons. And for whatever reason, one of them just stands out to him and he he's about to hit it. And for whatever reason, man, it just takes forever for it to finally like happen the, the moment that he touches it. And as he's getting closer to it, they're showing the wrestler Getting ready for his fight, and you know it's the you know the people doing the introduction and stuff like that, and the kid's son is there to watch him and his uh, granddad or whatever, and uh, they start wrestling. It's horrible because it's like crappy little you know little little small rinky dink you know type thing you know, it's, and uh, the dude's waiting to get tagged in from his friends getting the crap beaten out of him. He's getting uh, double teamed and his friend finally tags him in and he's getting beat up and beat up and oh yeah his name is S Cargo man.
0: Hmm.
1: That's a catchy name. Hmm. <laughs> S Cargo man. And as this is this dude's just getting beat up wrestling the Japanese guy finally hits this one button. And then for whatever reason the Mexican guy so he's got one. Re- he's getting double teamed. So he's got two guys on on each side of her, one in front, one behind him. And when the dude hits that button, everything else stops. In the Mexican guy's reality, his head stretches out and knocks out the other wrestler. His neck just stretches and it's like bonk, and then the dude just falls on his knee. And it seems like everything freezes. Then he hits the button again. And then the dude's head already went bonk, and it's still stretched out that way. And when he hits it again, it just goes bonk. It hits the other wrestler guy, and then he's knocked out. Then the dude hits it again. He keeps hitting that button. The dude's then knocked out the referee and (laughs) the, the two wrestlers, and the dude's head is going crazy and the kid's the dude's kid even runs into the into the ring and even knocks out his own kid. And then it just shows the dude keep hitting it. Then you just see it almost seems like it's a normal thing from the people's reaction. Like it's not weird at all that they're just seeing this dude <laughs> hanging his head off of the ring and when he keep, he keeps hitting it the dude's head is Ding 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 ding! Hitting the bell with his oh head, but guess. it's like wiggling and hitting the bell. And then all of a sudden, the dude stops hitting it. And then he just realizes he starts. He just starts climbing uh, on the buttons because he's like in a round a round room now with uh, no top. He just starts climbing, and then it gets weirder.
0: Oh gosh!
1: <laughs> he starts climbing, and then he just starts floating and it just it starts showing once he starts climbing i don't know if there if there is supposed to be a deeper meaning to this weird part i might have missed it you know it, it, he starts going up man and then like when he hits one button it'll show a flower bloom then he's hitting another one then it's showing other things bloom and popping out and then it starts showing nature and it starts showing animals then it shows a baby getting shot out of vagina then it shows another animal getting (laughs) shot out being born and it's showing all just it just almost kind of seems like an accumulation of all these buttons and stuff are affecting the world and er how everything goes and it just gets kind of it just shows a bunch of that like it starts showing just different scenes. Like I said, flowers popping up, giants, this and that. Not really that, but like babies getting, you know, birth birth, I guess. Yeah. Birth, a lot of birth, and just like nature stuff, and he just floats up into the air and then he's in another room and now his beard he's got now he's got a beard and he looks like he's been there forever. And now he's just in front of one giant baby dick. Just one big oh, one. Gosh. And he goes up to it. And just as he hits it, that's the end of the movie.
0: Nah, I knew it. I knew that was going to be the... I, I thought earlier when you said you saw the one weird one in the room. Yeah. That, that was going to be the end of yeah. the movie. Yeah. So... That's weird. Like, what is the point?
1: <sighs> I don't know, man. That's what I'm saying. If it was like an artistic part in the, that end thing with all the imagery that it showed, I, I, I could kind of understand maybe they're... Something that they're getting behind, like maybe about I don't even know, man. Like the force, like the force that drives everything. So the, the, or something the, he, was in the, he was
0: in the 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 planet's control room, essentially, kind of. And every button, Yeah, like towards he, the
1: end of it, yeah. And that every button he touched, just it just kept showing scenes of birth or yeah. creation or blooming. Or but then or hitting the
0: wrong buttons causes reality. to I think to mess it was up. probably both. Yeah, yeah, I don't
1: know what that other.
0: Yeah, Ooh, what was the point of the wrestling again?
1: I don't know. <laughs> and then and then they showed the one the, the nun chick just one scene where her just sitting and praying, and that was it for her. Like I'm like, I don't, what is she? How does she? What does she even have anything <laughs> to do with
0: this movie? It she, sounds like this movie can c- create some angst. Like you're like, I want answers. Yeah, yeah, that one <laughs> is tolerable.
1: Compared like to, I said, compared to Funky Forest, that's. Not oh. that one wasn't too weird. And it was actually kind of funny because there was times where he's getting messed. It's like he's getting messed with. And even though you can't understand what he's saying, it's like you kind of get what he is saying. Like, yeah. oh, come on! You know, and
0: just... Yeah. So, how long was this movie? That was an hour and a half. Regular. Whoa. That was a regular wow. length movie. That's wild, Hector.
1: <laughs> yeah, I made it through that one even though I was and still and, like, and it was
0: advertised as Japanese movies worth watching. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even watch it and I would disagree. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was
0: that uh, yeah,
1: was pretty weird. And I thought, uh, you know, that one, at least I picked the right first one to watch because I think I would have checked out if that Funky Forest was wow. the first one I
0: picked. That's insane.
1: And I'm still already on the fence. I'm like, man, if somebody's going to end up saying, we want you to do it, I'm like, all right. If y'all want me to watch some weird crap
0: and get some <laughs> reactions, I'll, uh, you know. Yeah. So what do you rate this weird freaking movie? Uh, two? <laughs> so I'm another. gonna
1: say a, I'll say, oh man, well for, I'll say a four, no three,
0: four. I'll do a four. So I'll was, give it a four. So because it was certain. It's getting towards like pretty like like that's like kind of kind of you know? okay because it, the certain particular
1: weird types of humor of how the dudes getting messed with with some of the buttons. It was it was pretty funny. Oh, god. Gotcha. But.
0: Ford? Yeah, you pretty
1: weird. Like that's definitely an original. Did you ever pull loved? up
0: the stool scale? Like the, I think I still got the.
1: Yeah. What, yeah do you, that... what do you got on there? I think there's only what eight of them on there. Yeah, I think it was. Uh,
0: so one seven, right? would be the drizzling squirts. Like that's just.
1: <laughs> Two, yeah. we're
0: saying green apple splatters.
1: <laughs> What's a four? Yeah, on there's a... a seven. Yeah, there's seven of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is the uh, Bristol stool chart. <laughs> if you guys want to look up the Bristol stool chart is a legit chart on your shits. <laughs> Measure your doogie. And a one is a separate hard lumps like nuts. Hard to pass. You know, get it pretty blacked up. Two is a sausage shape but lumpy. A three is like a sausage but with cracks on its surface. A four is So, pretty much, we want threes and fours. Regular dookies. You know, regular dukes. You know, a four is like a sausage or a snake. Smooth and soft. Then a five. Soft blobs with clear-cut edges. Passed easily. I don't know. And then a six says fluffy pieces with ragged edges. A mushy stool. And a seven is just straight-up water. So, I don't know if... <laughs> which way?
0: So we got to figure out how to how that incorporates to our numbers. So scale. they're either
1: going to be like a three or a four, or, and then we're gonna <laughs> we have to decide if what type of one or a seven is if it's going to be a, a bat. So which bat is it? Yeah. A one or a seven?
0: Like wow. So yeah, that was that's a be interesting. I don't know how how to make that work yeah. in, in as far as the number that. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> no. So yeah. So you're giving this one a four.
1: Yeah, I did give that a
0: on the Dookie on the scale. scale. Yeah, that's a that's well pretty weird yeah that sounds weird you know i expected i don't actually know what i expected but i didn't expect what you've brought to the table tonight yeah. that's <laughs> yeah. pretty incredible there was another there was another one i think
1: i'll be able to make it through i forgot that what that one was called but it's pretty much about a dude who who can grow super huge and whenever there's like monsters or something like like power rangers whenever there's a big giant thing or whatever he can ch- he can change real big and but it's weird-looking monsters, and there's a couple tentacle-type-looking things in there.
0: The Japanese like, love their tentacles.
1: It's... Yeah, it's like he's bummed out because nobody likes him st- for whatever reason. Like, he's still kind of like an outcast, even though <laughs> he saves the saves the city and stuff like that. He's looked down upon or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I forgot what that one. That was. I think it's called, like, Big Man J- J- Japan or... Uh, I'd have to look at that one again, but...
0: Gotcha. It's pretty weird. Awesome. Well... I guess it's time to land the plane because I don't know. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I thought I thought you were gonna say, "Well, thanks for weirding me out." No, (laughs) like that's not as weird as that video showed me. me.
0: That video was. Yeah. Did you just scrap your pants? No, that was Uh my shoes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like I wonder, like, what these people, like, in the writing room say, like, when they're describing this. Like, all right, I want to make a scene where these guys have these jacked up nipples, and for whatever reason, be on drugs to come up with that. Like, that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, I don't know people get paid get paid pretty they must get paid pretty good I
0: don't know I don't know, I don't know how much it, of that that's in the yeah, theaters I mean, is that like it's releasing the theaters in there I don't know man I don't know that's
1: weird yeah, I wonder what going to theaters like that there or like I'd go I'd want to go
0: <laughs> <laughs> add it to the bucket list go yeah. to a weird movie in, ja- in Japan yeah <laughs> alright guys well, this has been PG Spoilers please you know, be sure to check out the provengammer.com, uh, the network, check out all our sponsors and affiliates, humble bundle, uh, Twitch and, uh, Amazon. Please be sure to go like, subscribe, do the, do all the stuff to review the shows. You know, we like, we love feedback. You know what I'm saying? So if you guys want to write in, uh, if you're digging, some of the weird stuff that haters bring to the table. Let us know if you're not digging it. Let us know if if you if you're tired of hearing about the comic books, let us know. If you if well, you're Double digging down it, more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, be careful. <laughs> you want to be a 3 or a 4 on this one here because we could either go 1 or 7. Yeah. Dang, that's that's we could man, if we could find a way to make that work for what we're already doing. Without being super confusing, to like yeah. someone who's never listened to the show before, but like, okay, I'll check it out. Yeah. Wait, first off, you call your rating scale the Doogie scale. Second off, the middle of the road is the yeah, that, the- yeah. That's what I'm saying this would be a unique uh, rating system. So it's like a good bad, or it's like a bad bad.
1: Yeah. Huh. And if it's a yeah, it's like which type of bad is two? We can pick two different types of bads. That, if it was a good movie, if it's a good solid what? one. It's a good four. It's a good. That's a good solid <laughs> dump that like we like to take. Wow, that's something to think about. That
0: would be interesting and confusing.
1: Yeah, I like our show. <laughs> yeah, hey, that'll be this own inside joke for the fans. Yeah, you know, you know some type of.
0: <laughs> we have to, we have, to we have to think on that one because that's actually pretty. That's kind of got my attention. Like before, I thought about just you know us incorporating the weird Dookie stuff and being funny and cutesy about it, but now I'm actually thinking how. We could probably make that work. Make this thing evolve. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! So yes, if you if you if you're digging it, if you if you're not digging it, let us know. We we need some feedback. Go to the Facebook groups PG Spoilers on Facebook and uh, the Loot Bros Podcast on Facebook. Uh, be sure to check out our SoundClouds. We'll be putting those links in the description. Um, of our uh, in the write up of the show and uh, we will be ending uh, this show with uh, some special music from hex X uh, as he's working on putting together his album as he's going through the process of the mixing and the mastering he's going to be dropping tracks on here and you should be checking it out so thank you so much for your time and we're out
1: hi